0: i will see what god will do today yeah i just um you know asking the lord to show me what to say tell me what to say use me as his vessel but we've been looking at some hard truths some hard truths that are really in scripture but to some degree, we have shied away from those, uh, many of those things that we're actually looking at because they make the flesh, the soul, uh, uncomfortable. And you know, we, we want to be um, kind of like partial Christians, you know, we won't give God all of ourselves. We want to give, hold back this piece and that piece and um, and then st- still go outside and proclaim the grace of God and use all of the, the cliches and the language that is associated with uh, Christianity. And, you know, I think God is actually tired of it, and quite frankly, I'm tired of it too, so I'm not going to preach that type of message, and it's not going to bring any dimension of God anyway, and that's why, like, from the beginning, we have been chanting and chanting, and we're going to keep on saying it until we all get to a level where we see the power of God. The Bible said that wisdom is known of our children, so we will see the fruits, and that will tell us the power uh, of God that moves through us and through the ministry, and that will show us uh how much of how much are we really embracing the truths that are written in scripture and that at that time we won't have to say much we won't have to defend ourselves with words we won't have to defend our positions with words because there will be a manifestation of the power of god sooner or later if you're walking in his will and that's what and that if that does not happen uh in my life and in this ministry then uh, obviously it's happening already i see it happening already by the grace of god and I know it's happening uh, in you guys' life uh, on a partial level. But as we come together, can you imagine if this is happening in your personal life? And then, no, we be really begin to be led by the Spirit. And we all, God can gather a group of people with this one mindset that they would just allow God to work through them. What would we accomplish? And that's the hardest thing to do, uh, you know, for the Holy Spirit to undertake. I want to look at uh scripture here in... Uh, john 6 and we'll read 25 to 29 john 6 25 to 29 you know we really have to take stock as we come before god each and every week because a lot of people are in church but not a lot of people are committed some people only come when there's a healing rally some people only come when there's something about finances and guess what they are the ones that are um, trampling on the word of god And that's why they're always broken, sick, because they're not embracing the word of God. And then they come and they get the message and they go back and do the same thing over and over and over. John 6, uh, verses uh, 25. And when they had found him on the other side of the sea, they said unto him, Rabbi, when comest thou hither? Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, ye seek me not because ye saw the miracles, but because ye did eat of the loaves and were filled. Why is it that we go to church? And in verses twenty seven he says, Labour not for the meat which perisheth, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you, for him at God God the Father, sealed. Then say said they unto him, What shall we do that we might do the work of God? And Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that you believe on him whom he had sent. Believe on him whom he had sent. Believe everything that he has uh, that He has um, spoken and, and embrace everything that he has written in his word. And die and live a life unto God. And that's the message that we preach uh, pretty much uh, every um, every Sunday. I, I want to move on to now uh, the same John 6, but we'll read 6 to 6 to 68. And we'll see, this is what's happening in the, in the body of Christ now. From sixty six to sixty eight, we have a lot of fakers, and God sent me here to, to, to um, by by His grace, to sift, you know, to sift out the, the ones that are fake, and see those who want to commit minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day, and some people hate me for that, and I love when people that don't really consecrate themselves to God hate me, you know, I want them to really dislike me because I'm 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 here that they might hear God's word. And God is looking for people that will speak his word and not look for soulish, um, friendships and people that will speak just polite things beside it uh, over you because you're spe- you're talking about grace, 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 no preach God's word and apologize to no man, no man. Once you have his word, apologize to no man. And that's what I'm going to do for as long as I live. I'm going to give it like it is written in scripture by the grace of God. and And the Lord keep reminding me daily. You keep that hedge, my son. You keep that hedge because I have a lot of people in my, in my body that are fake. 66 to 68. Uh, yeah. Amen. Uh, from It says, from that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Once he began to lay out the parameters to be a disciple, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Then said Jesus unto the 12, will he also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou as the words of eternal life. Who is it that will make that declaration this morning? And there will be continuity with your walk with God. Or it's just this sporadic thing that happens on Sunday morning. That is a decision that you have to make. This here is Jesus himself preaching his gospel. And so many people walked away from him. And I am not—I I am nobody compared to the Lord. So, so many people are going to turn away. And Jesus was not saying, come, come, come. Fill up the church so I can look good. And yes, and yet we're doing that these days. And watering down the gospel. And when, I begin, when we begin to expound on the deeper things, like the iniquity that needs to be broken in our lives so that the life of Christ can come inside of us. People go partial. 20%, 30%. And then say they're going to bring God down. And I keep saying, hell no, he's not coming. Hell no, he's not coming. I keep reminding people that ain't happening. Because God is holy and righteous. And he wants light to permeate every ounce of the believers that are on earth. Every ounce of you. You can't hold back nothing from God. Take it that way. Don't fool yourself into thinking that you can hide a little bit of darkness inside of your being God is looking to shine the light of heaven completely through every crevice every corner of your being body soul and spirit consecrated unto God every ounce of your being no halfway, and you don't go back either you don't you don't go with Jesus for two weeks one month and then go back you can't breathe power like that I have observed I'm going listen I have a lot of time on my hand guys I don't go to work I have a lot of time on my hand, uh, on my hand to lay before God. And I, and sometimes I search some of you. I search you. I sift. I say, Lord, show me. Show me. I need to know because you bring them here and we need to accomplish something that you have given us. So if you don't show me and, I, and then you allow us to go down the road like this, I'm, I'm not going to be held responsible. So sift them and show me who they are. Like how you were able to sift out Simon and see that the devil wanted to sift you through him. So I have to know who is it that I'm walking with. I have to know. This is, listen, we are going to accomplish something. You can't do this. The devil is too too slippery. The devil is too wicked. Look at the world. Oh, it worked. Oh, it's lame. It's violent on the planet. Violent. It's wicked on the planet. And we think we're going to go out there and outsmart that devil. Anyway and anyhow, it, 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 it does not work like that. You have to go in the fullness of God. The fullness of God. That means you have to separate yourself from the world. And embrace the fullness of God. If you're going to fight warfare. This series that we're dealing with now. Iniquity. This is something that has huge. When it comes down to warfare. This is big when it comes down to warfare. Because if you go there and you have anything in common with the devil. Let me tell you something. He will kill you. He will kill you. You can't, none of us can toss away the devil. The demons, Jamal was talking about them last week. How militant that thing was that came to pick him up in his house. And we want to hop and skip and dance and and, um, and, um, unleash the power of God. No, wake up and, and embrace Christ. I'm telling you guys, listen, you wake up and embrace Christ in his fullness. Okay? Or go park yourself. In, a little, in the back of the church and just say, you know what I'm I'll, I'll camp out here, but the warfare I'm not into it. because if you come into warfare you have to give off yourself. you don't exist anymore. you have no life, no ideas, no thoughts. You, you give yourself to Jesus Christ in totality and be willing even to die. and if you die in, if you die in Christ we we'll bury you in honor and if you die as an as a unbeliever, we're not coming to your funeral. Let the dead bury the dead. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Right? We're calling people to the high calling, the high, high, high calling. I'm gonna keep honing this until the champions arise. Yeah, So and you are you, you guys are arising. But we are going to that dimension, going to that level. We wanna you listen, we are supposed to be having so many encounters with Christ that sometime when he gives us these encounters, we don't want to come back here. And say tell somebody to take the body that the world is giving value to and throw him in a hole. Don't even put him in a coffin. Throw him in a hole and tell them I'm staying up there. And stop living in fear when you're going to die, when this physical body is going to die, what this physical body is going to eat and drink. God already prepared everything for you, for somewhere for you to live, something for you to eat. Don't let that steal. Listen, that's why I'm going through the scripture here, that you might hear it and, not, and choose which one of the groups you want to be in. Which one? The ones that walk away. And then you have some, you know, they don't really walk away, you know, but they stay around. Non-committed. Majority of them in the body of Christ. They stay around. Not not really committed. You can see that they are not transformed. The minute you go in their presence, you you know that they're being motivated by something else. It's not the Holy Spirit that's leading their life. And the devil, many many other times, the devil is speaking to you through them. And I sift them, I sift them, and I know For my life. I have to know, and you can know for your life too. We have to know. We have to. We have to be um, able to see in the spirit, see people, see individuals, and know, no, no man by the flesh, but by the spirit. The devil will seduce you through people. So as we go into this week, looking a little bit deeper in in this thing called iniquity that we uh, initiated a few weeks ago, and how to eradicate it out of your life, we are we are going into we have to examine it and what the impact that it has in the different areas of our life. Because when we just generalize things, we 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 don't win, we don't get the victory. We're getting the information that we might go back and make the adjustments. And I'm telling you, if you don't make the adjustments, let me tell you something. Your life's not going to change. Your prayer is not going to change. You're just going to be a church attendee. Are you guys okay with being a church attendee? Are you want to make some noise for Jesus? I'm looking for people that, some people that have conversations with us and they say they're going to make noise for Jesus even in this ministry. And then we don't hear from them again. I just gently cross them off of my list. If the Lord... Put a little fire on them. Maybe later on we can do something. But I know they're dead, 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 dead. Listen. I know I aggravate some of you. I'm happy to do so, like I said. The idea is not that. Listen, we don't, we're not looking for soul ties. We're not looking for soul ties. People have unhealthy soul ties with um family members and friends. I'm not looking for soul ties. I'm looking for spiritual connections. Yes, we will enjoy a level of relationship by, by that. But I'm not looking for soul ties with people. I'm not, the, you know, I, and I know the Lord showed me uh, uh, people here that have spoken negative word, words about my personality. I said, no, I don't. I said, Lord, do you have a problem? So far the Lord says no. So what is my cure? What is my care? If I have anything with, uh, with any one of you guys, I will look you in the, eyes, in the eyes and tell it to you. That's who I am. I will I will come to your house if you want, and I will tell you the problem that I have. Listen, we have to come to the light of Jesus Christ. I'm, this is this is the ministry where the hard things are gonna be said. They're gonna be addressed because we're not entertaining the the ideas of Satan around us. We don't want him here. None at all. He's never gonna have his way in this ministry. Never, never, never. No, God is not gonna let him back in heaven. Why should we have him in this ministry here? So this, listen, these things that we're going through, don't just listen to them. You know, this is your moment. That's why God recorded the scriptures, that we might see the errors that people made and not repeat them. How can we read through scripture, see all of those things, and constantly, day after day after day, continue to live like this? Iniquity and its impact on your finances. We're going in the different areas. You, ha- we have to do. We have to do this. Or else we'll be. We'll be. All boasts. And God's not backing us up. Fake as they come. Let's go to. Revelation 17. We spoke about. How this. Poison. If you read. Ezekiel 27 and 28. It talks about Lucifer. And how He was. He choose a different system to operate by based on his beauty. And he begin to, um, to be corrupted by this other, other thought process that he had. And how he was cast out of heaven and how he came down into the earth and he polluted Adam and Eve in the garden, of Eden with that same seed of iniquity. And they begin to operate just like he did. And you and I are from that lineage. And we operate just like that. Just even look at the finance, look at the financial systems in the world, and see oh they are built by this seed of Satan. And now that we come to Jesus Christ, we can't operate like the world operates. We have to be separated. Yes, that's not to say we are going to be taken up off of the planet, but we still have to conduct their fears of our finances based on scripture, based on scripture. And a lot of times we pray for people about financial issues and you know, they are not getting breakthrough because they're operating under this system here. So this lesson here today is to free you from that, that you might go do those corrective things that needs to be done that God can bless you in this year. Just like how we dealt with iniquity and the impact that it has on your physical body. Oh, it brings blood conditions, rheumatoid arthritis, bone issues. All of those issues we link right back to iniquity and sin, and that's where this is where the breakthrough is. So Revelation 17, let's read three verses three. It says so he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns, symbols. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color and decked with gold and precious stones, similar to what we see the world is just going after. Gold, glamor, pearls, precious things under the wrong anointing, the wrong spirit. Having a golden cup in her hand, full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. And up on her head was a name written, mystery Babylon, the great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. And if we go over to verses 18 now, it really gives understanding to this. And the woman which thou sawest is that great city which reigned over the kings of the earth. So when we think about those major cities like Toronto, New York, shanghai dubai and we see all of this wealth it's really being driven by this seed of satan planted in man which is all about greed and gain it's poisonous it's not there's no honesty in it and governments are corrupted and it's principalities and powers that are holding their minds captive and allowing them to just go after this the material gains and they have no desire for god because they have made a god unto themselves called mammon and when we and when we come to jesus christ and we continue we were operating in this system, and we continue to operate under that system, that intelligence, that influence. And now we are having conversations to, with God about under from that system. We're not getting the answers. So what do we do? Let's go to our Revelations 18, 3 and 4. It says for all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And the Kings of the earth have committed fornication with her and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. And I hear another voice from heaven saying, come out of her, my people that ye be not partakers of her sins and that he received not of her plagues. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, come out of her, my people, that he be not partakers of her, of her sins and that he receive not of her plagues. So how is it that we operate as kingdom people, even though we're on the earth, we really have to bring, you know, in Canada, we hear people talk about doing things under the table and not paying taxes, anything from a financial perspective that is dishonest. Not even, in many cases, like we don't really want to embrace tithing and uh, giving to God's work and so forth, like that. That means we have not submitted that era of our life to the Lord. So the enemy has opened door in your finances. If you're stealing. If you're cheating. Anything that you do. Dishonestly. And then now you're asking God to move in your finances. You're just a part of that system. That was handed down to Adam and Eve. And, his, uh, and us when we came into this world. And God will. You know we do enjoy certain levels of the blessings of God. Because of his mercy. But. But. It's like we are cursed, and we can't move on. This here in the body of Christ, in the children of God, has to be dealt with. It has to be dealt with. We have to really go back home after we hear a message like this, and really go and go through everything that you're doing when it comes down to money, and see. What is it that is not under the Lordship of Jesus Christ? That is not according to scripture. And if you have a a source of income that is not under the Lordship of Jesus Christ, you need to get out from under that system. We were talking last week about, from a a week before last, from a healing perspective, the adjustments that we need to make. If you don't do this in your finances, you can pray all your life. God's not going to answer you, it's not about prayer. I've I've um been in other churches too, and we pray like that. But we never got the answers. If, if as a as a church, as an individual, this has to be dealt with. As a church body, this has to be dealt with. We have to be children of light. What will cause us to go down to 977 Oxford Street, in po- potentially two weeks' time, and see miracles and see God turn up. It's the honesty of obeying the word of God. God's not gonna bless your. Fi- I'm, I'm telling you, no. God's not gonna bless your finances under under those conditions. Ezekiel 28. L- these principles are written. Out in um, in scripture that we might obey them. We're not obeying them, but we're expecting the results, and and that's why we're not getting our no prayers answered to that degree. Ezekiel twenty-eight. Let's read sixteen and seventeen. It says, "By the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with violence." And thou hast sinned, therefore I will cast thee as profane out of the mountain of God. I will destroy thee, O covering cherub, from the midst of the fire, of the stones of fire. Thine heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness. I will cast thee to the ground. I will lay thee before kings, that they may behold thee. Thou hast defiled thy sanctuaries. By the multitude of thine iniquities. When we are conducting our finances under those premise, we are doing the very same things that the devil did. And he reaped a reward. And we want to reap blessings. And I know this is this is we're not we're not surrendering to the Lord. And I'm being honest that if we don't surrender to the Lord and we just go to church. Many people they will come on even to church. We never had a second conversation with uh with them, and they don't go they don't go to another church, they come here on Sunday, but we have never had a second or a third conversation with them. I don't know who's pastoring them, not me for sure. Because they're not really a part of the body of Christ. So you need to know, right? Like somebody has to let that person know that if you truly don't surrender and, and um commit yourself to Jesus Christ and you just come to church and Sunday mornings there I mean I don't know what you expect to receive from this book here or from God except the goodness of God is still on your life that should lead you to repentance that you might come to repentance and, and full surrender but apart from that you're not even a child of God because you come and hear a message don't make you a child of God it's because you come here and try and, and 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 obey you go back home and make changes That is what can make you a child of God. Romans 8, 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. So if you're not even connected to the body, the Holy Spirit is not leading your life. So what claim do you have except that you believe? But your belief has not really brought any transformation. When? I'm challenging. The Holy Spirit is showing me that there are people like this here this morning that really have not really subjected themselves to Jesus Christ. What is holding you back? Can God not take care of your finances? Can't you trust him with your finances? Do you think you can manage your finances better than God, who created all of the finances that are on the earth? Faith will transition you into that. Faith I'm challenging some folks that has been coming here, but have not really committed themselves to Jesus Christ. They don't really allow—not necessarily um, us as pastors—but they never really given themselves to the Church of Jesus Christ, and then subject themselves to, uh, you know, a ministry or a church that God, by the Holy Spirit, leads them to. They've never done that. I'm challenging you today that this is how you do it. This is what the Lord is saying. That you know you need to embrace Christ in his fullness. Submit yourself to him. Submit your finances to God. Submit your life to God. And begin now to embrace scripture. This is the authorized way. You can lose your salvation without doing this. Will you allow another week to pass you by? Hearing this message again. And then going back and making no change. Ezekiel 28, 16, 17. Let me read it again. By the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with violence, and thou hast sinned. Therefore I will cast thee as profane out of the mountain of God, and I will destroy thee cover covering cherub from the midst of the fire of stones this is the price that lucifer paid we have been we are in this space we are on the earth we're not we have not been uh committed to to hell every moment that you hear this message is for you to hear, let these words impact you that you might choose wisely choose jesus I'm simplifying this this morning again for the people that have not made a decision for Jesus Christ. Why? Why would you operate out of your own thoughts and your own ways and make your own choices and disregard scripture and then come to the body of Christ and then come to church on Sunday? This does not constitute a true believer. Full Surrender. When you fully surrender, God will embrace you as a daughter, as a son. You will hear his voice every step of the way. You will have, you will never have any need. I, I don't have any need. I'm just contented with what God has given me. I have no need. And every day that the devil tried to tell me that I have any type of uh, anything in need, I'm in need of anything, I have to take that thought and pull it down. I said, nope. I'm a child of God. I have all that I need. I keep all of us have to fight this fighting. Every single one of us have to do it, and we have to do it daily, hourly. I just, I just I, um, took a moment there to speak to those individuals who were consistent church goer, goers, but have not really accepted Jesus Christ and really allow Him to be Lord of their life. Do that and do it today. Or recommit back to the Lord in your entirety today. Don't wait. Tomorrow is promised unto no man. And let's go to Ezekiel 18, 30, 32. These things are simple in terms of understanding them. Simple. Ezekiel 18. 30 to uh, 32. It says, Therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel, everyone according to his ways. See, God judges everyone according to his ways. Even though are you guys hearing me? Even though we have so many people in one church. 500 people, for example, in one church. But God is judging everyone according to his ways so you're getting results based on your reaction to God not be, not a corporate thing so the idea that you can just hide in a congregation is not going to help you therefore I will judge you O house of Israel everyone according to his ways say the Lord repent you see the key here the key here Repent and turn yourselves from all your transgressions. So iniquity shall not be your ruin. We're talking about iniquity potentially be your ruin in the financial area. In the financial area. Yes, it can destroy your health. It can destroy your marriage, your family. But in the financial area, you got to get the broom of heaven and sweet and clean. By the word of God. Verses 31. Cast away from you all your transgressions. Whereby ye have transgressed. And make you a new heart. And a new spirit. The spirit of Christ. And look what it says here. For why will ye die? O house of Israel. For why will ye die? Same thing today. Look what verses 32. For I have no pleasure in the death of him that died. All of the people that are dying. Globally now. This spirit of death that is associated with the coronavirus. That is actually a spirit that has to find a legal place in a person. That legally he has to enter you. To bring you that disease to take you off. Because some element of um, cooperation with with the kingdom of darkness has to be in, even in an individual that is a Christian, for some type, some sickness like that, some spirit of sickness and death that is attached to it to come and take your life. This is what we're doing. For God is saying, For I have no pleasure in the death of him that died, said the Lord. Wherefore, turn yourselves and live. Ye. Turn yourselves and live. Ye. So you cannot ignore any area of your life. You can't ignore any area. If you if you if you uh, have the wrong hang around the wrong group of people all the time, chances are you're gonna have iniquity in your life, and you're gonna transgress the word of the Lord. It's gonna rub off on you. That's how Satan is influencing the Church of Jesus Christ. We don't want to be. We don't want to come out from them and be separate because the soul enjoy that aspect of the world, and it's uncomfortable. I tell people all the time, this is what the Lord um, says, and this is what is in Scripture, and I can see that the, they are. They are like, mm, but my my soul love it. I say, well, good. Cut it off and let your soul die yeah it go it's the word of God that I that I hang on to not appeasing the flesh of man neither myself I give it to my um to myself the same way that's why I don't watch TV I couldn't tell you the last time I watched a movie I have not watched one movie well yeah I think we watched one movie what is it called overcomer that's the only movie I've watched since the year started just to kind of spend some time with the children that's it no movie I'm not, I'm not, I'm not appeasing my soul with the things of this world. When God said, come out from among them, I don't need it to survive. I, I was, uh, and have it, um, you know, guy who would watch sports. I don't watch none of the sporting activities. Again, none. I was involved in, um, you know, I followed the, the football NBA and so forth like that. I don't even have a clue what's going on now in those regards. I there's too much negative influence when I watch those programs. And I go for the sake of God, let them let let my soul burn inside of me. Let my let my flesh and the part of me that want to go back to it. I lay here right here where you you see on this couch here. I stay here and I die. Yeah, daily. Not feeding myself. Sometimes I refuse to go to the mall. Because when I go to the mall and I see the things that are the photos that they have in their windows and I say, whoa, I feel like I'm in, you know, except for the torture, I feel like I'm in hell. Because the image that they have out there, when I go to the website and see the sickness and the diseases, you pull up Yahoo when I'm uh, going in my email and I go, whoa, my God, who is it that are are these people that are uh, on Yahoo that is actually writing these articles? They, they are like the, um, the agents of Satan. You go to, to sign in your email. And by the time you look at the images that are there. you it, It's like um, pure pornography and all of that type of stuff. These people are sick people that need deliverance. They are harboring heavy levels of demonic activity in their minds and in their spirits. And we Christians have to cut them, cut them, cut them. I know some of you guys are actually home watching these movies and these things. And the minute I come around you, I know. The minute. God, tell me. I know. I know. And you want to go do this in the church and that in the church. Hello? No. It's better we don't do nothing in the church. than I go with, with, with people who are, you know, so soaked up in this dirt that is outside. Don't want to consecrate yourself. And then you try to come up in front of us and fake it. Like, hell no, ain't happening. We want to walk with a few. I hope you guys are happy with me this morning for speaking the word of God. And I know if you truly go read the word of God and see the level that he's calling up us to, you would all agree with me. And we need people to stand up like that i can't walk with the world you know jesus took too much strap from me my god he that nail one little bit of that nail that is that he took whether in the feet or in the hand was from me one little bit of those straps that he took on his back was for me and now i'm gonna honor that pain that he paid for me personally i'm gonna honor it that's what i'm saying that's what god is looking for individuals listen if we're going to do the great things that we are boasting that we're going to do in in christ that he has said that he will do we have to come to this level we have to and and you guys that are not doing it the Holy spirit is showing you know that you're not doing it that you're still at the baby level and then talking about the prophecies that have, been, that have been spoken over you. Like we really don't care about the prophecies spoken over you until we see the activity that is in your daily life. That's when we, will, that's when we, we say, yeah, prophecies on your life and it's coming to pass. Apart from that, it's a, it's a wish. You have to give yourself to God. J- Jesus Christ gave himself to the Father in even going to that cross and taking that torture Psalms 49, let your flesh burn. Some of the, the, the folks that we're um, praying with, and say, good, good, let the flesh burn. This is how you grow. Psalms 49, uh, let's read uh, 47. I will incline mine ear to a parable. I will open my dark up upon the heart someone has their audio on antonet can you turn your audio off for me please thank you very much we have people here this morning that here uh, that has to hear the word of god we can't deal with the distractions i will incline my ear to a parable i will open my dark saints upon the heart listen you guys make me have to go get up early in the morning and I sense the devil. That when I come in the um, in the in the service, yeah, I sense the devil. I get up and I as as soon as I begin to pray, the Holy Spirit begin to lead me to so, to pray a certain way. I bind every spirit contrary to the spirit of God before I come on, on here in the morning. This is spiritual warfare that we are in, that we are at. Spiritual warfare. The devil is not giving it like that, okay? But we ain't playing defense with the devil. You play defense when you have a weak. When you're at the, you know the weak one but we are we are the power so we are we're not only we're not walking over the devil we are taking his hit we are killing we're not wounding him when when you walk in iniquity you you, you wound the enemy now and then but sooner or later he's gonna get you you have to have the sniper mentality you have to have the killer mentality if you're gonna do this that's the level that we're trying to come up get everyone by the grace of God to come up number verses 5 uh, Psalms 49 Where sh- wherefore should I fear in the days of evil when the iniquity of my heels shall compass me about they that trust in their wealth and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches that is the, the signal of power on the earth is wealth the car that you drive the house we have nothing against having those things we have those things too but not before god if if you saw your classmates that you went to high school with and college with now and you're driving a a beat-up 1992 um, toyota i'm trying to remember the first car that i, <laughs> that, I that i bought what's it called T- toyota tercel 1992 toyota tercel with over 200 clicks on it i know you see that that person that you went to school with and he's driving you know his uh mercedes-benz 2021 and now you feel that. you feel bad but let me tell you something if you're driving your 1992 toyota Tercel, and you and you see your friend and you have christ in your heart you know you're richer than him right you know the guy's broke unless he, unless the lord help him to buy it, eh? You know, he's actually worse than you. There's a, a more likely that he's going to break down in that car than your 1992 Toyota Tercel break down. And instead of we, you know, Christians, take comfort that we know God, and this is the car that he would have me drive in this season. We begin now to covet. Oh, you feel like the loser now. The loser of that graduation class. Let, let me tell you something. We need to have some confidence about us and who we are in Christ. So what have you been doing since you are you have been graduated? Well, I surrendered myself to Jesus Christ, my life to Jesus Christ. And this is what he has me doing. That is my, um, and let me tell you something, everywhere I go. And I meet people in, our, even yesterday we were meeting people, business owners. And they have nothing to tell me. Nothing. I'm the one that's sharing we're the one that's given, And if we meet politicians, they have nothing to tell us unless they're in Christ. Broke. But we have something to give them. But we don't have their position and we don't have their money. But yet still, they're taking from us. Yet still, I know I have something in my heart to give to them. Irregardless of their bank account and the car that they drive. You must know what you carry when you have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Because if he really wanted you to drive, to, to change cars, he could cause you to change cars in a jiffy. If he wanted you to change house, he you, you can buy you the house any moment. The earth is the Lord's. This is the heritage that we have. Where is your bank? My bank is in heaven. That's the kind of confidence. That's the type of attitude that you're a Christian. You're supposed to walk around with. Nice picture, uh, Stephanie. <laughs> All right. That that is the um, confidence. Know who you are in Christ and know what is valuable. So so you walk tall. When you. Um, come across your contemporaries, and they are in a, um, a better financial, what seems like a better financial position than you. You got to educate them that my bank is in heaven. God give me what I need when I need it. We Christian have been feeling bad, comparing ourselves to others. Let's let's fix those, fix those areas of our life, and begin now to do big business with God. Listen, we are doing big business with God. We have so much. Kim's talking about. Listen, God is actually. Giving us so much favor in this ministry. It's amazing. And when I say favor, people talk about money. Like, we, yeah, God is always blessing us with our uh, finances. We're not talking about that. We're talking about souls. We're talking about the impact of the ministry. We're talking about the people that are getting saved, the people that I pray for that get healed, and the opportunities that God is giving me to preach the gospel. That is what really excites me. And let me tell you something the doors have opened up like crazy. Like never before. I'm meeting people and by the time I meet them, they receive Jesus. Like the Lord already uh, is um, coordinating the, um, the meetings. To my surprise, when I speak, they're ready. Over the last two weeks, probably five people, just like that. And I've had many other exchanges with people that I know it was the Spirit of God. And that salvations are, are are coming out of those interactions and the, and those encounters. That is the that is where the true value is down here. Any minute the the, the, the cars and and the thing there that the, this system that we're talking about that is uh, stealing us from God. It's the, it's not worth nothing, and we need to go and educate the lost people of the world where value is. But that don't happen until you fully embrace Christ. You have to embrace Him in His fullness. Let's read uh, also 13 to 15 of uh, Psalms 49. This their way is their folly, yet their posterity approve their sayings. Said, like sheep they are laid in the grave. Death shall feed on them. You see, um, if you notice, money and the spirit of death are married the minute that satan can get you in this area you better you better watch out you see how many of the the young people these days or oh, oh quick they die trying to go after quick riches money and the spirit of death like sheep they are laid in the grave death shall feed on them and the upright shall have dominion over them in the morning and their beauty shall consume in the grave from their dwelling. Take the financial aspect area of your life. Give it to Jesus and live in peace. Live in absolute peace. We're not working, my, myself nor Kim, and let me tell you, we don't get a salary from um, from being pastors, and uh, we have no financial issues. All the bills are paid, not only for today but all the bills are already paid for the rest of my life unless I'm stupid enough to come out of this covenant that I have with Jesus and I'm not doing that you know it's for all of us it's for every single one of us Ezekiel 18 where did I um... I think I lost Ezekiel. Oh, I found I found him back. Praise the Lord. Sometimes this Bible it, it has 66 books in here, you know, and sometimes they're a little bit difficult to find. Ezekiel 18 and verses uh we'll read uh 30 to 32. This is not a religious um class, you know. We're here to learn and examine the word of God and learn and grow and make changes and grow. The solution is right here. It says, therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel, everyone according to his ways, saith the Lord. Repent and turn yourselves from all your transgressions so iniquity shall not be your ruin. God is saying, repent and turn away from those type of dealings. Cast away from you all your transgressions whereby ye have transgressed and make you a new heart and a new spirit for why will you die o house of israel that is how we deal with this from a financial perspective so examine everything in your finances your partnerships are you partnering with ungodly people in a in a, any type of a business well guess what somehow if you do that as a believer the devil is going to have his hand in your pocket you can't partner with anything that is dishonest. Robbery, employee abuse, unfair measurements, false formulas, fake products. This is the system out there. Look at the quality of the the food. I was discussing with Kim this morning that we we're eating. I was, I was like we can't eat these McDonald's. Every time they tell me about McDonald's the next word that comes out of my mouth is poison. the system of mama and I said we, we, we listen we have to we have to begin to cook everything that we eat we can't eat these things or else we're partnering with that system out there it's all about money gone are the days when the milkman would turn up at your door with a bottle of milk that is fresh no all they're doing is pumping steroids into the um, cows. but I'm milking them constantly for poor, poor animals And now we consume these things in our body. You see, all of those type of things. We have to unmarry the world system that is out out there. And consecrate ourselves to God. Go to Isaiah 59. 1 to 5. We read the scripture. Let's go over it again. It said, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that he cannot save. Neither is here heavy, that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separ- separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his, fi- his face from you, that he will not hear. For your hands are defiled with blood, and your fingers with iniquity. Those money that were counted, under the table money. Didn't pay the taxman extra money yeah I have to. we have can, to you can't put it in your bank account when you make that deposit let me tell you something the devil signs off on that bank account and you're always going to be wondering why you can't have breakthrough for your hands are defiled with blood and your fingers with iniquity your lips have spoken lies your tongue have muttered perverseness none call it for justice nor any pleaded for truth if listen if you have been working in canada for a while you see and you go in the companies that are there and i've um worked in companies from the back to the front meaning from the warehouse to the office and it's just abuse it's just abuse most of the companies that i work with are just making riches and they're just using the employees It's the whole of North America is built on that and Europe is built on that all of the, the nations of the world we Christians we have to we have to really operate in a different system you know think about this <laughs> we're painting the church right and um, so we had this nice guy he's a neighbor of ours and we asked him to paint the church and give us a quote and he gave us a someone had gone before and gave us a quote that was really high and this guy came and gave us a quote that was like like one third of the price. And I'm thinking I don't think he's being fair to himself. I said, not because I know you and, and not because it's a church, you're still going to um put out labor. I said, why is it that you gave me such a low? I had to give it, give the guy more money. I had to convince him to take more money from me for this particular one, compared to what the first guy had charged. I knew the first guy was off this, off that system. I can't take people's, um, you know, it, 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 within my conscience, I can't do that, I'm a child of God. How can I do that now? And then say, whoa, I just saved uh, all of this money. Meanwhile, the poor guy can't even pay his bill associated with the job. Because I know God can give me what I need for tomorrow. If I need a tomorrow, tomorrow, it's not a couple thousand dollars. That's going to be the the, the thing there. It's going to be tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars for the work that we need to do. So if I go now and take advantage of this guy and then I know, go Lord, um, we need money for this. And then the Lord said, but don't you think that guy needed money for um, the work that he did? We have to come to, to this level of honesty as believers, none call it for justice, nor any pleaded for truth. They trust in vanity and speak lies. They conceive mischief and bring forth iniquity. They hatch cockatrice eggs and weave the spider's web. This is all demonic stuff. He that eateth of their eggs diet, and that which is crushed, break it out into a viper. The, The purity of God and the purity of his body that he's looking for. Are we ready? To clean up our finances, are we ready to clean up our minds and really allow God to have a a bride that is without spot? See, this is this is what Jesus Christ has called us to honesty, iniquity, and stubbornness. Now, when you hear a message like this, there's something else, another area of iniquity that will cause you not to embrace it stubbornness first samuel 15 it'll cause you uh everything if you don't obey first samuel 15 23 and 24 Why will we not hear? Why will we not obey? For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. You know, when you hear the word of God and you don't obey. See, this is what it says. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. And it goes, look at what it says now for all you um, people that are so fascinated with the prophetic and the words spoken over your life based on what God um, wants, to, wants to bring about with your life. Because thou has rejected the word of the Lord, he had also rejected thee from being king. Did God not send Samuel to go anoint Saul to be king over Israel? Wasn't that prophetic? And how did he come to this place here? That these words were now being spoken over him. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, yet also rejected thee from being king. And Saul said unto Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord and thy words, because I feared the people and obeyed their voice. You see why I said I'm not going to fear people. Because they will, they will cause the Lord to tell me, you're fired. And he will do the same thing for you guys too. Don't get excited over the prophetic word that was, was spoken over your life only. Get excited about the um, the necessary changes that um, needs to be made in your life to make you into that person. Saul ignored this. And this is the words that were spoken over him. Rebellion, a way of thinking, stubbornness, pride, a way of thinking that is antichrist, Your own opinions, tradition or theological way of thinking, God is not involved. I know folks like that. They are so staunch. And they're trying to convince you that it's the Holy Spirit. And I'm thinking, no Holy Spirit there. The the, the Pharisees, they had this mindset. Strongholds in the mind. Be humble before God. And be humble. Be childlike. Before the Lord. Let go off of these heavy things. And let let the beautiful Holy Spirit just lead your life. So think about this now. We're talking about, you know, what God is actually giving us here. God is giving us the, um, the knowledge relevant to freeing cities, cities, countries, nations. But initially it starts with you. And can you imagine if you can't do it on a personal level? If we can't do it on a personal level, then how are we gonna do it on a city level? Or are we gonna um, come down here in a city like London and um, really, uh, by the grace of God, see transformation and change coming to this city? If our own lives, we can't deal with those issues and we wanna go go fight demonic entities that are enslaving cities. You see, the waste of time. We're just gonna stay up um, late, Praying, praying in tongues and commanding, and it's not happening. Obedience is the key. That's how we're going to set the cities and the nations, For God need a group of people to embrace this level of consecration. And you win that personal battle. And then we can participate in the bigger work that God is doing in the body of Christ. Then now we can go pray. You can come out. we can we can um, go down to the church down there. And we can go pray about the people that are around us. The people. But if God can't get us to trust him with our finances. And we go out there. He will not answer to that degree. Let's go to uh, Habakkuk. Habakkuk two and verses uh, 12. Look what it says here. Woe to him that built a town with blood and established a city by iniquity. Now you know that the whole um, North American system is built by blood and the European um, cities, it's pure blood. The abuse of um, people. How is it that you come? That's uh, how is it that you know? Come into a territory. You know when God called a people like us, and He can get us to cooperate with Him, then we can go into a territory, and we now can pray about the atrocities that happen in that country, the atrocities or that city. The blood that was shed we can repent on those people on, on those people's behalf that God might take his blood and wash away those iniquities that stem sometimes over hundreds and thousands of years of wickedness blood wars it's, it's money that they fought wars over him and land and God is looking for a people you know, that will understand what took place there what are the atrocities? Then we can now come and repent on their behalf. Even though we didn't partake personally in many of those atrocities. But he can find a group of people that has his righteousness inside of them. And then we can pray accordingly that God would forgive that, those evils that happened over that territory. Over a period of time. And then now we can pray that we have revival. That's what this is. This is the way that we do it. It's not that you just go into an um, any area and begin to pray and ask God to move and bring revival. Forget about it. Those sins and iniquities has to be dealt with in individual. Firstly, in your individual life, and then God bring a collection of people with this understanding, and then now we begin now to prayers to pray and to repent, so that the blood of Jesus Christ can bring restoration healing forgiveness and then revival can come and many of those generations that are suffering from the iniquity of their forefathers which is why we see so many of the crazy people on the street many of their forefathers were in uh, vicious things it just came down their their, uh, forefathers smoked uh cigarettes and they smoke marijuana and their kids um, do um, crack and coke and then expand on it because of the seed of iniquity. And it just go from one generation to another generation. It take the children of light. It, the government can't do this. That's why the government didn't think they can just oh, you know throw money. But the only thing the government do is mask things. They have hospital beds with um, all different types of... Um, kids with all different kinds of issues going on with them. They just care for them there. We know by the wisdom of God how to set the captives free if we embrace God's counsel in its fullness. So what 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 is our objective here in Heaven's Lighthouse ministry? Because we know that there's a body of uh, knowledge that is relevant to revival and the move of God. We're embracing the fullness of God, God's word, or else we'll be lying to ourselves, and then we wouldn't manifest what the Lord has spoken. So as we go together now to do this, examine your own life and let go off of the burdens that you um you receive from wanting to perform so that others can see your success, others that you went to school with, your parents. Are you keeping up with your siblings? Stop competing. I don't have to compete with nobody because I found one that I really want to impress and his name is Jesus. I, I need him to be impressed with my life. That's it. And he's going to be impressed with my life based on based on the grace that he gave me to perform. So it's not even me. Live a life pleasing to him. Don't look for approval from the people that are around you. Just disassociate yourself from those influences and all those expectations that people have on you that is forcing you now to buy a better house, buy a better car, right? Or you don't don't have the offices and everybody's going on vacation. Be bold. Be strong in Christ. Nope, I'm working on a, um, a plan that Jesus gave me. I'm working on that plan. Don't tell me about no stupid vacation our bigger house. I'm working on that plan that Jesus Christ gave me. You know, I want you guys, I burn this thing in people. When I, I have these same type of conversations coming my way, only thing these people are, they don't have an argument that is strong enough to present to me. Like I can I can present to them based on the wisdom of God that he has given me. So the minute that they see where I'm coming from, they realize that the house and their car, they might as well pack that little thing and go, go back in their um little corner with it because I'm not impressed with it. And you should not be. And too many of us Christians have um, bought into this, keeping up with the Joneses Joneses lifestyle, mentality, stealing our our, um, destiny in Christ. Take those heavy burdens and shake them off. Stop living to please people. And embrace Christ. And store up heavenly rewards. And God will give you the, the house and the car anyway. Amen. So we're really looking to, forward to when we um, start a service, um, I think very, very soon, potentially in the next two weeks, to having a bunch of mat- mature Christians. Not, no, no no, fake Christians. Let's, let me tell you something. You can't last around us. We are, we, listen, we are going to figure you out like that. I will come home and pray the whole day. And the next day, if I have to, forgot to show me what's going on. I, listen, I will, if any stall happen, let me tell you something. The, we, between me and Kim, we're going to figure you out. We're going to figure the people out. Because we're going to lay in God until we die or He speak. And it's His business, so He will let us know. So those are the people that, that we will, um, you know, move on with in regards to what God is going to do. And we're seeing um, that favor, that grace, even before we open the church, people just walk in there already and getting saved. Crazy. Awesome. So, Father, I just give you praise and thanks this morning for, for this word, oh God.